Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me the News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, upcoming releases, or huge online service outages. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. Oh, snap. I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. And our top stories today for this episode 86 on Sunday, May 8th. It is Mother's Day in America, so happy Don't. Mother's Day to all you mothers. We love you, mommies. You're all yeah. so great to your kids. You are so awesome. Anyway, and our top stories today. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got some more We Too rumors circulating about, even a possible new name, according to a new rumor. Um, there is a new Duke Nukem Forever video, and we love Borderlands, so of course we love new Duke Nukem Forever, so we'll talk about that. May the 4th be with you on Star Wars Day. We'll talk about all the different Star Wars games that have come out over the years. A game that is close to some of our hearts has been delayed. We'll tell you which one it is. And the hilarity of the week is not really a fail this week. It's more of a, holy crap, I love this franchise. Uh, out recently, there's nothing. There's, there's seriously nothing. Maybe <laughs> Motorstorm Apocalypse, but there's really nothing. Next week, nice. next time though, next time. And the big in this week, PlayStation Network is down. It is still down. <laughs> oh my goodness. Will we have things to talk about? We'll wrap it up with mail time, but our guest this week from the end of the week podcast, last time you heard him, he was all demonic. And I hope that changes this time because <laughs> hopefully we have resolved technical issues and... Oh, I don't think we ever resolve technical issues when we mash podcasts up together from the end of the week podcast. Please welcome the Nardist. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you for coming back on the show. It is good to have someone who has a PlayStation Three, uh, you know, weigh in on this uh, this interesting topic that is developed. Oh, thank you. I'd like to think I was invited because of my gaming know-how, but uh, I guess having a PS3 will do. Anything. Well, I, I didn't say it was the only reason, <laughs> but sure, it, it does help that you also run a gaming podcast as well, and you know how to how to play the game. No pun intended, if you will. Um, so let's see. We start off a little segment of the show with what are you playing? It's games where we've been playing recently, and we'll give you a little mini-review. Buzz, my goodness, you have six games on this list. Oh, it's longer than that, too. It gets what? better. <laughs> for, well, first, like, might as well get started and talk for half an hour. Yeah, I know. I'll give the quick list. First off, I've been playing Borderlands, Magicka, StarCraft Two, and Game Dev Story, just on the side and whenever I have time. But more importantly, I finished Back to the Future, Chapter 4. Another good continuation of the story. I'm waiting for Chapter 5, which will finish out the series hopefully this month. They have this really bad habit of releasing them like the last day of the month, like to barely keep their promise. But at the same time, it's kind of obvious why, because like Chapter 4 was really, really, really buggy. Oh, like geez. There was like animation anomalies, like people's heads disappearing, cinematics crashing and stuff. 
So they're kind of struggling to polish it up and push it out. So hopefully they'll patch those. But they did get four out barely on time, like barely before April ended. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, again, I can't really say anything because it's like all spoilers. So, right, But it's right. a good adventure game, so go get it if you don't have it already. Um, I played GoldenEye Source. For those who are familiar with that, that's where you can download basically like all the GoldenEye multiplayer maps. And if you own Portal or Half-Life 2 or any of those games, it just uses the engine and lets you play GoldenEye on the Source yeah. engine. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not very good, but it was fun to play with a mouse and keyboard, which I think is better than playing on an N64 controller. But anyway, <clears throat> um, and then, yes, I bought Portal 2, and I've completed all of it. Woo! I've completed the single player, and I've completed the co-op campaign. All of it. All of it. All of it. And it was really, really good. It's really, really short, though. I'm really sad. Uh, wow. Portal 1 was really, really short, and Portal 2 was a bit longer, but it's still, like... If you've played Portal before, you kind of know how to blast through Portal 2 without much resistance. But it was still really cool. It has a really cool story and awesome, awesome puzzles. I love all the new mechanics they introduced. They introduced light bridges, uh, tractor beams, lasers. <laughs> Fire my laser. And Don't they have like, the gels, too? That, like, you know, yeah, the gels. Yeah. The speed gel and the, the, the bouncy gel. And the portal gel and stuff. There's all yeah. kinds of good stuff. It's really, really good game. Really, really good story. Really interesting to see how it all plays out. And I love the ending. Obviously, I won't say anything, but the ending's really, really good. All I know is space. Space. Yeah. It's a big yeah. joke. Like, right. If you haven't played the game, you'll be confused all heck. But you play the end of the game, get to the end of the game, you'll understand what space is all about. <laughs> I'm just gonna hope that it doesn't become the next cake is a lie. Yeah, uh, where like funny. random people latch onto it, like. That this is the funniest thing ever. I will run yeah. with it even though I don't know what it means. It's nothing like the cake is a lie. Nothing well, like voiced, it at all. It's voiced by Noah North. Of course it's going to be a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Cave Johnson is voiced by J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. That and the, uh, the Farmer's Insurance Professor commercials. Yeah. <laughs> J.K. Simmons, is that his name? I, I don't know what his yeah. name is. I, think, I always forget his name. It's not part of the test. It's J.K. Rowling. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, Cave Johnson, he's hilarious. He's a good part of the backstory. But anyway, so aside from all that, I downloaded Mass Effect 1 and 2 because they had the EA sale all this week. Yay. So I am now a Mass Effect player officially. And here's what I have to say about it. I'm Drum not that roll. far in, so this isn't a harsh judgment, but... Um, you know, I can tell from playing it that it's an RPG, a group tactical shooter, and, like, a, an adventure story game. And they do really well at each individual component, but so far, I'm getting an oil and water kind of feeling. Meaning, mm -hmm. like, I this is more, I, I guess, the type of gamer I am, not so much the game's fault, but I feel like every step of the way... I have to change mental gears about what's going on. So, like, I'll be in the little in the ship doing conversations with people. So I'm like, oh, I'm in adventure game mode. I'm like thinking, you know, how do I talk to people and how do I find stuff out and yeah. how do I, you know, persuade people to do stuff. And then I go down to the surface. I'm like, oh, I gotta fight things. And so I'm doing my little tactical shooter thing. And then, you know, and then it stops again. And like, oh, people are talking to me, and I have to choose a response. Like amidst the combat, like, like I see why it's a, an appealing setup, but to me, it just I can't separate them in my mind, or I guess I, I guess that's backwards. I can't combine them in my mind. 
Hmm. Like I'm like I'm too much in the mode of like shoot 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 you know do tactical stuff and like oh I gotta stop and do adventure stuff, and I'll be honest it's not my favorite but I'm only like the first mission in the game so I have a lot okay. to play. Yeah, there is a lot. I'd say you know each game probably take if you want to like the full experience it takes about thirty hours each game yeah. so like it is a significant <clears throat> time sink. Um, yeah, and I think you know maybe as time goes on like you just get used. To it. I think it is. Especially the first one, I don't, it's not like it... Well, how can I put this? Um, it's tough to go back and play the first Mass Effect after you've played the second. Because the second is so much better in every single way yeah, than the first. So it's... It, I'm not saying it doesn't age well. Because there are a lot of other games that like do they just straight up cannot age well at all. And just yeah. like, don't. But... It's still a really good game when you go back and play it, but when you compare it to something that is one of the better sequels ever made as far as upgrading everything, yeah, you, it's, you can't go back. Who says yeah. you can't go home? <laughs> I'm I mad it can't do a full 1080p, at least from my settings, it won't let me. So hmm. I'm running it at 720, but... Um, I mean, that's, that's a little minor quip, but still, it's just a... I'm, I'm hoping the oil and water dilemma goes away and i adjust to how the game flows because right now it kind of annoys me <laughs> yeah i'm kind of like shoot shoot you know fight duck you know skill and then i'm like oh i gotta talk and then i gotta convince him of what i'm talking about and not be angry or whatever that kind of stuff so you know we'll, we'll see as time goes on but that's what i'm struggling with right now is the whole so many genres in one game that it's difficult well we've got a whole bunch of sminges now trying to get into mass effect and when you got both for 15 dollars um, you yeah. really can't miss that. Yeah, exactly. And that is all on your list. Look at that. Yep, yep. I exhausted my list. All right. I didn't go for half an hour either, so we're good. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, the Nardist, what have you been playing? Hmm? Yeah, Um. Uh, I've been playing recently. Uh, I just purchased uh, Section 8 Prejudice for the Xbox Live Arcade. Really cool game. It's uh, it's a bit of a shooter, mixed in with a real time strategy, mixed in with. Uh, it's got a lot of really <laughs> cool elements. Like over again now. <laughs> it's well, it's it's more of a it's like a like a squad based shooter where it's like you do a lot of uh, defending an area and things like that. The multiplayer is really just like find a spot, defend it, set up a whole bunch of turrets. And uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's only fifteen bucks, and it's on the PlayStation or PlayStation Network, <laughs> uh, the uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, that's a good it, one. It runs using the uh, Unreal Engine. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Fallout Two, obviously. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was say so. It's kind of like a mix of a uh, squad-based shooting and then like tower defense in a way. Yeah, exactly. It's it's actually a really nice combination and one of the more refreshing games to come out. Mm-hmm. For the Xbox Live Arcade, it's good to hear. It uh, it has some problems with freezing though, so if you're Aww. gonna get it, you might want to wait a little while until they patch it. But uh, yeah, only fifteen bucks. Xbox Live, really cool. All right, um, Portal Two. Portal Two. Uh, I played through that. Can't play the co-op yet because PlayStation Network is down. No. Uh, <laughs> irony did, of ironies. I did, however, beat the entire game using the developer commentary. Nope. And that that is a lot of fun just to listen oh, to. Like, did they have commentary in the second one? Yeah, I you, didn't did, know that. you can. You have to play th- through the whole game without saving, though. 
So it's with, it's with almost house? like also playing a challenge mode. Not in one go though. You can select chapters. But uh, oh, okay. But like you'll That's be like, walking. I, I love the commentary in the first game. The first game I loved going through and hearing the developers talk about everything. But Which, yeah. It's, it's just so great because like they'll tell you things like we had to teach the player here and then you're like you know now that I think about it they yeah. were totally doing that it's like uh oh no spoilers so I can't uh, <laughs> er, um we went totally spoilerific on uh on our show about portal oh, so uh but yeah there's there's a lot of sections where it's like not not enough games use tactics like this to inform the player and keep the the experience fresh and uh it's just really really cool and not only that it's just it's great to listen to them cuz they're so passionate about about their games and yeah so ton of fun uh halo and uh borderlands i guess been playing a lot of that and Ooh, monster hunter monster hunter try for the Wii but You've also uh, been playing Lost Planet 2. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah. Just bought it. Uh, We're fun. Xbox buddies. Yeah. Rofist. <laughs> it's, uh, I haven't, one of my buddies uh, has ordered it off of Amazon, so we're going to be playing that uh, cool. in a little bit. We're, we're big fans of Monster Hunter Try for the Wii, and this game is, it has elements from Monster Hunter, so it's, uh, it's right up our alley. All right. And it's, it's Capcom. Yeah, um, I'm really getting into Capcom games lately. They're, that's fantastic. Fantastic, they're great. Um, so that's that's all from you. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so for my what are you playing section, let me let me first show you guys something. This is a 3ds. <laughs> this is my 3ds. Let me show you. So I'm gonna hold it like this, so you can kind of see. The power button and the screen. I'm trying to show people on live stream here. So I'm going to press the power button here. The blue light goes. And then a little pop right there. I don't know if the, the microphone picked it up. But, uh, nope. That pop means it powered down. That sucks. My 3DS is dead. I was gonna say uh, on the list here, it, the the games you're playing is 3ds. Mm-hmm. Tell me, it's a little funny. Yeah. So, I do have several options as far as what I could do. I do have an extended warranty through Nintendo, through Club Nintendo. I have um, a two-year replacement plan that I got through Toys R Us, where basically I could say to this company that I have registered through, like, yo, something went wrong. I didn't lose or steal it, but. I'm not going to send it in to you because I don't have to, but you're going to send me a gift card that covers the full replacement because I got a two-year plan. So that's a possibility that I'm also even considering if they do like a a special Zelda 3DS bundle at E3, whatever. Um, and then I, I could buy a new battery. I tried taking the battery out and putting it back in. Very nice how they have the system with, you know, the removal uh, battery backing and all that. But I didn't think the battery was accessible. And battery is totally accessible. That's oh, yeah. I think Mad Cats has already made like a a double battery that lets you have a an additional like ten hours of battery life. Mm-hmm. You just plug it right in there. Yeah. So what I'm trying to think about going with right now is to actually send it out to Nintendo because if there's any chance of them like trying to save my stuff, that'd probably be the only out. or like. But I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay for new battery. I mean, research to like how much a new battery is, even if that's like. If that's the problem. 
Batteries mm-hmm. always cost the most. It sucks. Yeah. So I should be able to send it out for free to Nintendo. I don't know, because it was weird. I was doing, like, Street Pass with it. Uh, I was at, like, Dave & Buster's, and when I, you know, after that, and I opened it up to see if I got any Street Passes, like, there was no battery. And I've gone eight-hour work shifts with it in sleep mode, and there was no dent in the battery. For as much crap as people give it about, like, the, oh, terrible battery life, like, for after eight hours, and there's no dent in the little graphic of battery life when it's all on sleep mode, mm-hmm. that, like, that's not bad. And then, so, for me to open it and, like, be, it's totally powered off, and... That was strange. And then I charged it overnight, you know, open up, and then boop. I'm actually surprised this doesn't happen more, what with uh, Nintendo trying to uh, convince people to leave it on at all times. Oh, yeah. You'd think it, that would put a tremendous strain on the battery. Sure. But and it was crazy trying to Google it because, like, not a lot of people have the issue so far. So it was tough to even troubleshoot. So I am right now without a working 3DS. I was only a couple stages away from finishing Find Me. Uh, that's a bummer. So I'm I'm considering sending it. I want to get it back before the May update, because that's later this month, where they have a web browser, all the virtual console stuff. It would be a lot of fun. Um, I finished Persona 4 uh, with the true ending. Uh, one of the more complicated games that has different endings to it, because at one part you have to answer you know, six little prompts correctly to be able to move on or else you get the bad ending. So then you have, like, the good or the true ending once you're past that. And then you have to, you have to like, talk to everyone. And then you can, like, do you want to have a chance to go home or not? And if you want to go home, you get the good ending, but you don't go home to get the true ending. And then there's more steps after that to really access the true ending. It's really hidden for, you know, the actual ending of the game. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it, though. Um, yeah, Darkrai puts it in the chat. You have one way to get the best ending, three ways to get the okay ending, and 18 ways to get the bad ending. That's, it's kind of bonkers. And, you know, for what I thought before, I thought Mass Effect 2 had one of the crazier endings. But there are a lot of options, but it's more or less always going to be the same. If that makes sense. Again, I don't want to spoil it for people. But you have, like, a really, really bad ending, an ending that isn't perfect, and then, like, a perfect ending. And it's really easy to get the perfect ending. It's just, you have to make sure you know what you're doing. I don't know. It's interesting when you talk about games that have their true endings really hidden from the player. Because, like, then you think you finished a game. Like, my experience with that uh, was Sonic and the Black Knight for the Wii. Um... Because basically, what I did was, you know, I beat what I thought was the final boss, and the credits rolled, and then you had to continue further after credits rolled to get the true ending. Yeah. It, it's that whole experience where you find something on YouTube that's like, wait, that's not how I remember the game. Oh, there's more. <laughs> um, Have you ever played Bayonetta? No, not yet. There's like nine final bosses, and there's like an additional final boss that you fight during the end credits. Hmm. That's almost like, like it almost reminds me of uh, Guitar Hero 3 when you play through the fire and flames during the credits. Uh, that's My fun. first exposure was Metroid Prime 1. Hmm. I beat the game with 55%. Wow. <laughs> that was an all time low. I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad for like a first. It's, you know, better than, you know, I. Beat Kirby's Epic Yarn in like five hours and only got thirty three percent. 
Um, but yeah, and then also what I've been playing, I am a sucker for music games. I play musical instruments, so Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock, I got for a new guitar. Like We had 50% off sales at Toys R Us where I work, so... I got a you know Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock and a new guitar which I was needing for forty bucks, and then got Rock Band three for twenty bucks. Nice. And I'm I'm a sucker for those music games, and so I've been blitzing through Rock Band three. I don't think I've ever made my position clear on like Guitar Hero versus Rock Band on this show, so I'm going to do that now. Okay. Um, I started with Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero three on the Wii, and even like before that, I played you know two a couple times here and there and I was always terrible. Uh Guitar Hero three though, like got you know the learning curve going and all that. Um so I always, you know, want to feel preference for Guitar Hero because that's what I started with and all that. But Rock Band is so much better in pretty much every other way. Um especially, let's be honest, their instrument design, because you'd think that uh, you know, Red Octane was originally the you know producer of that. I don't even think they're still with uh, Guitar Hero anymore. They might have been absorbed or by Activision or whatever. Uh, but the Guitar Guitar Hero guitars, they're really clicky, which some people like. I'm not a fan of it. Um, the buttons have like these spaces between them that the Rock Band guitars just don't, and it you know makes navigating the fretboard on the Rock Band guitars so much better. The strummer on the Rock Band guitar is so much better. Um, and the Rock Band guitar is actually shaped like a legit guitar. Um, if you've seen the Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock guitar, it is a cluster F. And there's there's no way to put it. There's holes in it everywhere. It's trying to look metal. And it's ridiculous. It's not a bad guitar by any sense. But when you just compare it to the Rock Band, it's... A lot better. Uh, Rock Band 3 even just made a bunch of you know improvements to how they you know design the game, how they you know have all these different goals, and the career mode is a lot nicer now. Um, even like the little options where if you wanted to change to a different instrument and keep your live profile or PSN or whatever, older games you'd have to like sign out of the PlayStation Network or Xbox Live, turn off the controller, then switch it, and all that. This one just have, has an option, like, you press start on the new controller, just, like, transfer over the account, or the, you know, the live or the PSN network. It's so nice and so fluid, um, and for those that care, the members in my band are me, which is one of the nicer avatars I've ever made of myself. Like, one of the more realistic-looking ones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's creepy. Um... Not as creepy as mine. Not not uncanny valley territory, but it's it's very accurate. Um, Sorty is also in the game, and then we also made little avatars for Risei Kujikawa and Naoto Shirogane from Persona Four. So it's like we have a part Persona Four band, and it's it rocks. Um, but anyway, let's let's uh, actually talk about headlines and stuff on the show. <clears throat> Um, Buzz brought this first one to my attention. Say so he has it written here in the outline. We two updates parentheses another blasted flash storage unit, etc. Yeah, there, I mean, because even even current generation, you have Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, which have 
fairly large hard drives that can be upgraded and hold tons and tons of content or even whole games, you know. Mm-hmm. But Wii, you know, they had, what, 512 megabytes in the Wii, and now they're going to put 8 gigs, which is an improvement, but still doesn't hold crap. And uh, it's just they're, they're just still trying to bypass the whole large-scale download era. They're still trying to be like, you know, the focus is on the disk and the hard drive is just there for virtual console games and for save data and just for little things. We gotta we gotta make note that this is all rumor still. Yeah. It can change, so we're kinda covering our butts from future have, us. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the uh, the rumors about the uh the Nintendo the, the I think it was like, what a Nintendo butterfly or something? No. Where it's like the the new console would have interchangeable parts. Hmm. Like you could plug in different units and that That's would That's like the antithesis of consoles though. Yeah. It's like standardized. But uh, that could a lot of people are saying that could be like connected to the low amount of hard drive space or flash drive space or whatever. Yeah, I know, I know. It's bizarre. I'm just sad. I mean, I I know I I knew I was dreaming last episode, but I still was just hoping that they'd move into like a more download centric system. But they're not. They're gonna stick to their retailers and be like, we're gonna ship games to you. Don't worry. That may or may not come on 25 gigabyte discs. <laughs> it's an unusually specific number. It is. That would be Blu-ray. Uh, HD DVD, I can't... It was slightly different, but I don't remember how much space it was, but that... There, there was some talk in the forum. Sorry to bring up HD DVD. That was talk in the forum. Of, <laughs> like, maybe they, they could use that to avoid, you know, licensing Sony. And, like, it actually would be a viable format, because, I mean, it's just for video games. They don't really make their make game machines into movie viewers so it's like they could license HDVD for dirt nothing and use that to hold their games <laughs> is it possible for them to come out with their own proprietary uh, format yeah they could they could Nintendo I mean, could it's generally not a good idea one for compatibility reasons and two just for cost you know it's just better just to pay someone else who's already made a standard to have it done for you but then you but, avoid you avoid disk space piracy yeah well that was actually one thing I mentioned about HD DVD being a possibility, or some other proprietary format, is they're so they're so in favor of fighting piracy that if they did pick an obscure format, it'd be more difficult for people to read them. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, all it takes is one one person gets a reader, dumps all the data, puts it on Pirate Bay. Voila! <laughs> did I say Pirate Bay out loud? I mean the internet. No, you meant ISO Hunt. Oh wait, uh, I mean ISO. <laughs> I mean Torrent Freak. I mean LimeWire. I mean, d- dang it, <laughs> curses. <laughs> have you guys seen the potential uh design like through pictures and all that it kind of looks like this or you know if it is rumored and my computer fan is going I bonkers the fan the fan gallery i haven't seen any like actual attempted mock-ups but i've seen some kotaku mock-ups but not like actual nintendo ones i don't know if it was like actual nintendo ones but it, it was like a sleek kind of black Oh yeah, it's a small one. one. Yeah, it looks like a Microsoft Office box. Yeah, it seems I'm like, like I'm seeing a lot more of the actual the controller though. That seems to be what everybody wants to figure out. Well, this yeah. is true. No one can figure out that controller. A six-inch screen, uh, touchscreen, and uh, and all the sticks and buttons. Well, it could have more to it, according to this. Uh, I'm I'm kind of skipping ahead, but it's you know a nice uh, little transition here. According to this Swedish website, loading.se, 
So the new rumor has sparked about Nintendo's next home console. This time regards the name. You know, we've heard Wii 2, Wii HD, Project Cafe, Stream. What about Nintendo Feel? Okay. All about the Nintendo Stream. No. Take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo Stream I is do, a great name. I, I don't want to tell my friends, so I'm going to go home and play some Feel. <laughs> I, you know? It's it's got too many connotations. Seriously, you want to play some feel with me. It's like people <laughs> saying that they should just call the next console the Wii Wii. Yeah, <laughs> or the, the people who are saying that you know, oh, you know, two in Jap- two in uh, Japanese is ni, so they're gonna play with their Wii ni. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I don't see them reusing the name, so I do believe it'll be a new name. Please not absolutely feel. not feel. No feel. We it's we don't want this to be like. Rolls. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it. It should be something that rolls off the tongue, but not feel. I mean, yeah. I mean come on, Nintendo. At least give us two syllables. I mean, as Smash Brothers feel fanatics, good. we're used to like the nightmare roster becoming true. We don't want yeah. the nightmare name uh, coming <laughs> true. Well, do you remember the the horror when everyone realized the next Nintendo console is going to be called the Wii? Yeah. It was like, it why would they me, name it that? I knew everyone would freak out, but actually, Nintendo actually openly stated that's why they revealed it before E3, so everyone could get it out of their system. Mm-hmm. All the jokes came out, all the pictures came out, all the, you know, oh, oh, oh it's called the Wii. And remote. <laughs> but, uh... E3 comments came around and no one cared anymore, and they're all excited, so... But, I mean, like, now, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go play some Wii. You wanna play some Wii? Yeah, we'll play some Wii. Wii is, Wii is okay. Feel, I don't think that would that would ever. That's that's too feel. With, you you want to feel with me? N- no. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you feel the games, man. Greatest gaming pickup line I don't ever. Know. I don't mind the controller is going. The controller is going to be Some Japanese term or something that like meant feel, but like it was a different word entirely. Yeah. Or something, yeah. but no, not in English. Not Nintendo feel. Nintendo stream. Stick with that. Run with that, Nintendo. Streams okay. Streams. Okay. Stream. Is okay if it weren't that you know stream is already a web savvy oh, savvy my god it's already a web savvy verb already um you're streaming stuff I don't think they want to get that confused Nintendo's just gonna run out of names so pretty soon we're gonna be going with the Nintendo Fun and the Nintendo Game and <laughs> I'm I'm still waiting for Dolphin yeah that was uh, the six, or, uh, the uh, GameCube right. That, well, actually, it was going to be N64, then that changed. Then it was going to be the GameCube, and then that changed. And I don't think they were going to do it for a Wii, but still, the Dolphin name just kind of floated around, and they kept saying, it's going to be the Dolphin, and then the last second, they're like, no, it's not. Yeah, the Wii was Project Revolution, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just Revolution the whole time. Eh, it's better than, you know, Game.com. <laughs> that is that is going, going old school there. Um, but yeah, the idea of why it would be called The Feel... Yeah. Is that I saw something like this at a, you know, CES 09, like a video that someone had done this on an iPhone, so it's Raw it's plausible crap. that this might be, um, you know, again this is all rumor uh, that this could be you know Nintendo's next hook, but you know the idea of why it would be called the feel is this you know crazy new controller with a 6.2 inch touchscreen would have haptic feedback, which as you know the the story from Zelda Universe claims is a form of tactile feedback that can be used to simulate the feelings of different surfaces on a screen. 
Only Nintendo. Only Nintendo. Only Nintendo. And there are Sony tons of have... R&D money. There are tons of R&D money that they've been making. I mean, just, just the level of cojones to, to put something out to the hardcore gamer and tell them they want this. Only Nintendo. They're, they're skipping right past Smell-O-Vision and going to texture <laughs> exactly. vision. Feel it. Sony can't do it. Microsoft can't do it. This is this is what Nintendo does best. And everybody's going to whine and everyone's going <laughs> to complain. And then we're going to realize, oh, how did we live without this? This is the new Rumble Pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, as cool as it does seem, it does kind of feel like when you first hear about it, to me, it kind of feels like it's another casual market grab like it's even though they've you know said that they want they're going to keep supporting the Wii and they you know they're going to make the mommy money the mother's day mommy money mm-hmm. <laughs> from the Wii um it kind of feels like it's another grab at everyone yeah like they they'd almost in time expect everyone to uh to step it up and to you know buy that as well i i'm sure like if i you know try it in my hands and if that is indeed the case i'm sure i'll love it um, because it's something new, it's something fresh and all that. But at the same time, when they're talking about, like, this is, you know, a machine for the hardcore, we're trying to win that audience back, but this is going to be something that we want everyone to try. I mean, the first thing everyone says is instantly, like, oh, Nintendogs, you can pet your dog, you can feel the fur. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but imagine, imagine like, the uh, the puzzle. You can pick up the poop. <laughs> feel, the, feel those little turds. But uh, like, imagine like the puzzle implications. Introducing puzzles like you reach your hand into a hole and you can't see what's on the other side. What is it on the other side? You have to feel it. Oh, spaghetti! No, <laughs> yeah. it's a monster biting your hand off. <laughs> That'd be so great. The pain. It's like that 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 thing in Japan they they recently made for computers that simulates kisses. It's like a mouth on a oh, box. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like except this is on the controller and it's just like a giant gaping like shark mouth and it's like oh it's hurting love plus for feel (laughs) oh Oh, no oh before we go down this dangerous dangerous path uh we might as well report that starting one week from today on may 15th it only makes sense that if you know nintendo is going to be announcing a follow-up that they're coming out with another price cut for wii as it was rumored a few weeks back uh, the Wii will come out in white and black versions, no longer with Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, but with Mario Kart Wii and the wheel that, if you use that for Mario Kart Wii, you are not good at the game. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you're oh, good. Thanks, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sure you're good at the game, but like, that is the parent way to play the game. It is the old person with the. Real remote nunchuck and GameCube. I'm just going to say it's so much better. Real men use wheels. Carpy. That's how I play. Yeah, real men do use wheels, just like real men use items. Oh, so what now, Yoko? Now it seems like you're the only one who doesn't play with a wheel. Yeah. Wait, but did you say you play with the wheel too? No, I just said real men use wheels, just like real men <laughs> use items. Um, I use the GameCube controller all the time. Word. Start a wheel revolution here. <laughs> Anyhow, this white and black Wii with one controller pair and Mario Kart Wii down to one forty nine, ninety nine. That's awesome. That's like that's like in range of like if my Wii ever like went up in flames, I would be willing to replace it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it was two hundred, two hundred fifty. I I don't know what I would have done. I probably would just not played Wii for a long time. <laughs> Actually, looking for a new Wii, so uh, this is perfect. 
Not only that, uh, we've got, you know, some games that have been kind of out of the retail circulation for a while and one that has never been in sold separately retail uh, version. So, you know, companies have always done the whole classics. You have, you know, Xbox has platinum hits. Yeah. PlayStation has greatest hits. Uh, And Nintendo has had the, uh, oh my goodness, it's the the yellow bar at the top. Yeah, the yellow top. What is that called? Holy crap. I don't remember. That's how that's how useless it was. <laughs> um, player's like choice. DS. Yes, player's yep. choice. Thank you, Axon. Like the DS games, that it's just a white box with a picture of the box art in the white box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we have Twilight Princess, Animal Crossing, Mario Super Sluggers, very meh game, and Wii Sports, the first one. For twenty bucks a piece, uh, as Nintendo Selects titles, um, Wii Sports being the same price as Twilight Princess, I disagree. <laughs> Slap in the face. Ten dollars is more like what it F- should be. Find anyone, any one of your friends who bought a Wii in the last five years, and you can borrow Wii Sports. <laughs> I was gonna say, especially considering it was free. I mean. It, that one should be like not even in a box. It should be like in those little cheap disc sleeves yeah. and put like near the register for like a dollar. <laughs> I'm actually surprised they didn't include more of the Wii titles, like the music and sports. I mean, yeah. fit. And... Well, they just dropped Party and Sports Resort down to forty bucks. Mm. Uh, I guess they just sell enough that they don't need to drop the price. Yeah. Well, over across the pond in Britain, they have it for 129 pounds. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how that correlates or whatever. It's probably more expensive. That's how it is in Europe right now with Nintendo. Uh, they keep Zelda and Super Slug. Actually, they don't keep Zelda and Super Slug. So they keep City Folk and Wii Sports out for WarioWare Smooth Moves and Mario Super Strikers, or as it's known over here, Mario Strikers Charged. Much better game than Super Sluggers by yeah. a mile. That makes Maybe me want to go play Strikers. I haven't played Strikers in a long time. It's so fun. Well, that's probably why it's it's a select. Now they need to sell it, and nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. So they drop the price. But yeah, I mean, it's it's about time. But it's still strange to think, and you gotta wonder if uh, you know the games are gonna make any change. If we're gonna any, you know do any uh, new Wii games after Cafe Feel Stream, whatever is gonna come out. <laughs> These new games still being $50, a third of the console cost? Yeah. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still need to think with, like, you know, Microsoft and Xbox being 60 bucks, and they have a $200 model, but you're really limited as far as that $200 model. Plus, you have a whole bunch of hidden costs with the live and all that. But even, like, for PlayStation 3, I mean... For $300, you're getting like the 160 gigabyte. Oh. You're getting PlayStation Network for free. And the games are 60 bucks. It's only a fifth of the price. But a brand new first party $50 title, and it's 150 bucks for the system now? I don't know. I mean, even the uh, the new you know, the new movie titles, because they always come out with movie titles. They just came out with Thor, and it's junk. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Thor on Wii is still 40 bucks. That's and it's crazy. Well, Nintendo is economically well, challenged. Well, not only that, I mean, how can you explain to people like, oh, you're gonna, we're, we're dropping the price for our system, so we also need you all, all you third 
third-party developers to drop the price for your, or we're going to take down the price for your games mm-hmm. on this console. But you're still going to sell it on the PlayStation uh, 3 and Xbox 360 for fifty nine ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that would that would work too well. I don't know. As much as I like the price drop, it's still strange to see that comparison between the two. Mm. No, I get where you, where you're coming from. But the, I mean, this is targeted right at the moms and dads buying for their kids. Um, I see that they're going to eat this up because they don't care. This audience does not care about the brand new stuff that's going to be coming out at an electronics expo for a Holiday 12 release. I'm sure they're, they're going to care in Holiday 12 or whenever this is going to come out, even if it's Once earlier than that. They're going to buy the Wii when they see it's down to 150 and then they're going to later be like, Oh no, but I just got this. How could they do this? And I, I hear it all the time. It's just like with 3DS, even though it was, you know, announced in June and all that, and you know, it made, you know, major media outlets because it was the thing that stole E3. They're like, I'm gonna buy my kid a DSI or DSI XL for Christmas, and then 3DS comes out and I'm like, oh no, but I just got a DSI DSI XL. I mean, it's okay. 3DS has no games. <laughs> oh, it will soon. <laughs> I cannot wait for the Ocarina of Time. Oot oot. <laughs> oot oot. <laughs> and for those people that are complaining that they just bought their kid a, a DSi or a DSi XL and then the 3DS comes out, mm-hmm. try owning an Apple product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, buy, you buy the highest, or the, the most recent generation of iPhone, tomorrow there will be a new one. Yeah. It, and well, there's so much better. Cro- clockwork. Happened to me when I got here. Happened to me when I got my iPad. The, like the week after they they announced the iPad too. Boom boom yep. boom. I, I would play the actual sound, but I wanted to recreate it. <laughs> it got through. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm glad it did that much. Anyway, when you hear shrinkage in a game, uh, what is it that you think of? I, I was in the pool. <laughs> it was cold water, damn it. Cold water. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think of Duke Nukem forever, but uh, the latest video they came out with... Now, I never played the Duke Nukem games back in the day. My parents were like, oh, violence, bad. This is like why I also never played Mortal Kombat back in the day. Like, Mortal Kombat wasn't my joint, as it was for some people. And they're like, eating up <laughs> this new Mortal Kombat game. Like, I'm sure it's a lot of fun, but I don't have the nostalgia. Just like, I don't have nostalgia for Duke Nukem forever. And so apparently becoming smaller is a staple to the franchise. Yeah, if you I played Duke Nukem 3D back in the day, like big multiplayer games. I didn't own the game, but I'd been to like LAN parties that set up at conventions and stuff. And yeah, and on certain levels, one of the weapons is the shrink ray. Mm-hmm. And so like you get hit by the shrink ray and you're tiny and all anyone has to do is step on you to kill you. Hmm. And you know that was in multiplayer, and this one, this video here, it kind of shows off a single player aspect of it, where you're fighting monsters amidst like, you know, like kitchen items, you're like hiding behind ketchup bottles and stuff because you're so all cool. It's awesome, but yeah, like it, it's it's part of the series, the whole now, shrink ray. Has it been confirmed whether or not this is going to be like like a staged thing, like like you you're playing through the story and then bam, you're tiny for one level, or is it like you can use it on the fly? I would. I we don't. I don't know. But I would imagine it's staged. Like there is a level where you uncontrollably get small and you have to get to the end to get big again. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'll have to see. But just judging by the video, there's so much action where you, where Duke is small and the enemies are small too, and they're hiding behind you know kitchen utensils. 
that I think it'd be I think it'd be cool if it was a level that you had to go through. Right. Yeah, like like hi, dive behind the hamburger, take cover. <laughs> and it looked like you know they were trying to like jump over you know parts of a like in a grill or whatever. Yeah, the oven top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those little flames going on. You're like ah, run. I think that game will really surprise some people. Mm-hmm. Like there's all everybody's saying like oh once the nostalgia's gone what's left nothing. That and like I, oh it'll never be able to live up to the hype after well, you know people, exactly. people are gonna buy it on principle. Mm-hmm. Like, right. No, that's you why like I it not. People are just gonna be like, "Oh, Dick Nukem's out," and they're all just gonna go buy it and land it and beat it and mod it and do that, whatever. That's exactly why I'm gonna buy it because everybody's making a fuss about it, and so I looked into it, and it looks like it's going to appeal to me, so I'm going to buy it. But if there wasn't this big like, oh, it's been what like 16 years, 20 years, something. 97, I think, it was first announced. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. That, I, I never would have looked into it or cared. Who's mm-hmm. making it? Gearbox? It, oh, yeah, yeah, Gearbox is making it now. It's, okay. yeah. it's just funny because when you look at the history, it's like they could have been filthy rich beyond... I mean, they already were rich, but they could have been richer if, like, along the way, they just would have released Duke games. I mean, they had finished Duke games along the way mm-hmm. that basically was Duke Nukem Forever. They could have released... This, this could have been, like, Duke Nukem Forever 5. But, nope, they True. just kept... They just kept starting over. So, yeah, and when you don't scrap feeling, the engine a couple times, you know. Yeah, I have a feeling that this series would have stagnated after a while. Because I mean, like, we have more more modern versions of Duke Nukem, like Serious Sam, and and even like Bulletstorm, and mm-hmm. people yeah. didn't really throw but, a but fit. Duke like, Nukem's Bullets- kind of an icon. He's just like the king of testosterone. Like, you just you can't top him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's a great character. He's also he, Michael Ford. But you're you're right though. It's historical value more than it is just a unique idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With this shrink ray mode, you get to hear John St. John pitch shifted, which is amusing. <laughs> have also, either have either of you played uh, Conduit Two yet? No. Or plan I have on Conduit it? One, and I still haven't started <laughs> it. It's uh, no. Conduit One's actually a pretty good game, and Conduit Two is fantastic. Really and, uh, good to hear. Michael Michael Ford, the main character, is voiced by John St. John. Oh, and so this, some people are calling this like the uh, the um, Duke Nukem appetizer. Mm-hmm. So like you can get a li- your little taste of uh, John St. John before. Duke Nukem okay, okay, but what the hell is up with John Adams being the villain? He was in the first game, but still. Why is have John you, you, a- President John Adams have you played the first game? I gave up halfway through. Okay, turns out he's the same person. Uh, he's an alien, and he of course lives, he is. He, he's he's uh, he he he's gonna live forever, and uh, he's trying to do all kinds of mean things with this uh, alien race that he kind of is of also. I don't want to spoil uh, it, so I mean, like if you it, conduit two is a fantastic game, even if I can't get through it. Uh, By Wii standards, or just a fantastic game? Just, just a fantastic game. I mean, it, uh, especially for Wii standards. But, uh, it, I mean, if you enjoy first-person shooters, you'll love it. I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, don't play with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. But that's, like, the whole appeal to it. Yeah, There's I, so I many great I things totally you can would. do with the Wii Remote, especially with Wii Motion Plus. Yeah. It just feels so organic. <laughs> Did they I like, get rid of the like the the plus? You know, in the first one, we had like the plus, and they had like the little globe thing, and it pointed you to the thing. Did they get rid of that? You mean the the ASE? Yeah. No, that's still that's still in the game. Uh, 
but they, they've, I didn't they've, like they've, that. they've enhanced it. They've, they've pretty much changed how you use it. Like in the first game, it was like, up oh, there's ghost mines. Up oh, there's ghost mines. That's pretty much all they, it did. In this one, instead of doing that annoying beep, you press the, the uh, crouch button and it'll ping. And any object that you can interact with will also ping in the distance. So, like, it'll show you what you can do with it, but not force you to. So you're left to not only decide whether or not you want to use it, but how you want to use it. So you gotta keep crouching, otherwise... I'm sorry, I'm getting, like, no, 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 this no. huge tangent here. <laughs> you, bring, you, bring, <laughs> you bring it out, and you press the crouch button once, and it'll ping. Or maybe it's the lock-on button. I can't remember. Okay. The, control, the controls are completely swappable, like Super Smash Brothers. You can, you can swap any button for any other button. But do you get killed by stuff if you forget to use that after some time? Nope. Not that I've seen. Oh, okay. It doesn't play much of a role in combat. Yeah, it's more the puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Not only that, uh, from the first game, Prometheus is in the ASE now, okay. so he's like your your guide. Let me be your guide. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry about the tangent. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's cool. It happens. Um, so the the one day recon- uh, recognized by the internet because of a lisp. Um. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. I had never heard of that until I went to work that day. See, I've heard of it like it's been trying to catch on the past couple of years, and like everyone goes crazy on Facebook, like huh, "May the fourth be with you." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and they're there's like, a, "There's a girl who sits on a desk across from me at work, and she's just like, today's Star Wars day.'" And I was like, "What? Why?" And she's like, "May the fourth be with you." And I was like, "Oh, face bomb head desk." I don't know why I don't know why people don't go like, oh, Revenge of the Sith sixth, you know? Revenge of the Sixth. Yeah. Um, or some people no. do like the yeah, Revenge of the Fifth. And like that's just not phonetically correct. Yeah, it's I I it's feel bizarre. I feel but so I like I like what Kotaka did with it though. What did they do with it? They went through and appreciated the various Star Wars games in the past. There you go. They, they they used it to to kind of timeline all the past Star Wars games, good and bad, unfortunately. But um, Major Moses saying in the chat, I was hoping Battlefront Three would be announced. It's a never-ending vicious cycle. Was anything cool announced? Battle, Battlefront Three is in the same bucket as Half Life Episode Three. It's just like it's like you know it's gonna happen, but you just we don't know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> The fact that a new Nintendo console is going to come out before Battlefront 3. And, like, Battlefront 3 hype was before the Wii. It was before the Wii. Yeah. Anyhow, um, what are some of the better ones? I remember playing Episode 1 Racer. I was just going to say, Pod Racers for the Hell yeah. Yeah. Terrible terrible game. (laughs) What? It has the nostalgia <laughs> factor, but like it wasn't great. Like you know, Rogue Squadron, all the Lego Squadron. Star Wars games—that's the pinnacle of Star Wars. Oh games. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, Good I hear stuff. nothing but great games about the Lego series, and yet I can't bring myself to play one. I don't know why that is. I don't that's think it's something because... I forgot to mention when I was playing. I started Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, um, even yep. though it technically comes out in a couple days. But I will have more information next time, next show. So far, I like it. Stay tuned. <laughs> Is it for the... It's for everything. Everything. That's for everything? Okay. Because I 
am crazy about Pirates of the Caribbean. So yeah, I like I like Pirates too. Uh, I actually played the Wii game for it, and that wasn't very. Oh well, yeah. I mean that that was junk. But like the Lego games, you can't go wrong with. Um, right. Kotor is another Star Wars classic. Knights of the Old Republic. I have a Rogue Squadron two and three actually. Did the uh, did the Old Republic ever come out? Yeah, that nope, was still in pro- old, progress. The Old Republic, yeah, that's it was still... pushed back to 2012. Yeah, really, Thanks. yeah, because it seems like whenever I'm I'm listening to someone talk about their their MMO experience, well, it's instantly it's like so when's the Old Republic coming out? Hmm. And so it's because Star Wars Galaxy biffed its yeah. face. <laughs> no one likes it. Star Wars for a big fix done by Bioware. Yeah, Bioware. Although I'm not crazy about Knights of the Old Republic because it's just like like Dragon Age. It's got that whole impression of they want to make you think it's real time, but it's all about the whole MMO style of mashing and your attacks will come out whenever you know your stats are you know basically tell it to. It's like masking a turn-based game in what they want to sell you as a real-time action game. That's why I like Mass Effect better because it's actually real-time action. Yeah. Fun fact about Bioware, the two guys the behind it are were doctors before they started making games. That was a headshot. Mm-hmm. You should have died. Totally random, but that, that, that's what makes our games. <laughs> doctors. Yay. I don't know. Bioware. I'm, I'm still a bit wounded from uh, Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a little hard to trust them. Yeah. I recently I bought that thinking, hey, I haven't played that in a while. This will be fun. Why Why does it suck? Hey, wow. hey, Yoko, speaking of Bioware. Oh, yeah? Mass Effect 3 got delayed. Smooth transition. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. That was, that was an awesome transition. That was fantastic. I'll, I'll give you props for that. <laughs> uh, the original kick-ass trailer said Holiday 11. That was at the VGAs. So... Why are we trusting anything that came out of the VGAs? Because <laughs> nothing valid ever comes from the VGAs. Uh, so the you know developers are saying that uh, ba ba data slide way of message posted on the official Mass Effect Two Facebook page. Mass Effect Three will be released in the first three months of 2012, which you know it was January 2010 for Mass Effect Two. So this is really nothing new. The development team is laser focused on making sure Mass Effect 3 is the biggest, boldest, and best game in the series, ensuring that it exceeds everyone's expectations. So I have a year to, to catch up and pay attention. There you go. <laughs> I, I just don't get how I just don't get how Mass Effect 3 is even possible. Like oh, the first game, I mean, you finish the first game and then you go into the second game from the first game. Did you play the all the second game? You, including all the people that that you killed and like all the choices that you made affect the second game, right? Yes, more or less. So what happens if you've only played either one or two? Well, there do, is... You know, do, the, do, the, do the things that you do in the first game affect the third game? Or there's is it a, only the things you did in the second game affect the third game? There's a set of default options and default choices if you're starting on the second or if you're going to be starting on the third. There's going to be a default line of choices, depending on if you choose male or female Shepard. Um, of course, you can you know alter that by playing the first ones, and you know the smarter thing to do is to make multiple characters with multiple options, so you could experience the same thing. But it's you know default choices when you're starting on the later games. Mm. Um, and yeah, if if you see the end of two, you kind of know 
where three is going, especially if you play the last uh, downloadable content, Arrival or The Arrival. Yeah, I uh, I I am the only person on Earth that doesn't like Mass Effect. Well, you might not be the only one there after a few more times. <laughs> dot 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 buzz. Just just wait till I finish the game, then maybe I'll either adore it or rip on it eternally. Like I I owned the first one for the longest time, and mm-hmm. I I I'd play like the first mission, and just couldn't get into it. Too much to do. It, <laughs> yeah. it, they're, it, they're trying to they're trying to teach you Eerily everything familiar. at once. It, it doesn't feel like you're learning things gradually. It's like, bam, here's everything you need to do for the rest of forever. Mm-hmm. Work with it. <laughs> and I'm like, duh. Shoot I, I think I can say there aren't many facts in video games, but I would say it's a fact that if you have finished the first two Mass Effects, you can't be ambivalent about it. You, you can't be like, meh. About it, you are dying for Mass Effect Three if you have finished the two games. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna label that stamp fact, <laughs> like because otherwise you just wouldn't put the time in there if you didn't care about the games. No, it's the exact same way with me for uh, for Disgaea. Even though the mm-hmm. stories are completely unrelated, you put so much time into one game to the point where you can't play it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta have the new one. Yeah. So f- when's four coming out? It's uh, later this year, right? Uh, September ish, I believe. Probably, yeah. All Wait. I know is that you can't pre-order it yet, oh. and even though they keep sending me emails to pre-order it. You know, it's a game I have to pre-order. I have to pre-order Catherine because you get all these ridiculous I uh, don't... bonuses for it. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I should know. I'm gonna find the page. Catherine, go Google, go pre-order bonuses. You get like a uh, what? Is it? You get boxers. You get a pillow cover. You get the soundtrack to the game. Um, goodness, let's see. And then maybe, deluxe edition maybe, of the game. Maybe you can explain this to me. I don't see the appeal to Catherine, but I haven't like really looked into it too far either. Like, what's the draw to it? Because everybody seems to be going gaga for this like every single person i talk to is like catherine 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 it's i guess like it's the atlas style again like how they blend they uh like the anime style and it's supposed to be like puzzle based which is you know a nice twist i guess i still have to like do research into it but like maybe it maybe it is the sex cells kind of thing mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's tough to say um but it's kind of like that anime blended with gaming that is kind of appealing of what Atlas does. And if I guess if you're a fan of both, it helps. What are people saying in the chat? Um, well, it looks like you're playing in real time Tetris. Like you're a character not, trying not to get squashed by blocks. Yeah. That's a is, that block the whole, is that the whole game? I'm sure there are narrative elements to it as well. But maybe as but far I mean, as... Like that's, that's, that's the main field of play. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bonus for $20 more is... Sound disc and art book. Uh, so yeah, that's the OST along with it. Uh, t-shirt, boxers, pillowcase, pizza box. So you can show your support of uh, Catherine. Yeah. By wearing it under your clothing. Word. <laughs> um. Anyhow, let's get to the hilarity of the week. It's where we talk about. Usually, it's the fails. 
I couldn't find a good fail this week. Instead, um, my the big gun is the fail, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> the big gun is the fail. Okay, the big gun is the hilarity of the week of the month. We we just swap rooted out there. Um, we're looking forward to Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword. Uh, at the very least, just to you know put it through its paces and see if it's you know changed at all. But it's things that Nintendo does. Like the uh, the trailer. If you look up the trailer that they played at GDC for Skyward Sword, and then you play it in reverse. Um, Nardist, what did you think about this when you saw it? Assuming you did see it. Lou, Nardist, me. I'm sorry. I thought yes. you, I thought yes. you said both. I was honestly surprised that uh, <laughs> that that nobody. Uh, found that because I mean you've got all these Zelda enthusiasts who who like like you got like IGN strategize and like all these other people who like take the clip and run it in, in like super slow speed and they're like if you can look if you look at this pixel you'll see like it's a bit of the Triforce and it's like mm-hmm. I'm surprised there wasn't somebody who thought hmm let's flip it yeah or just, just I mean like not even just looking for something was like I'd like to listen to it in reverse for some weird reason I'm surprised it took the took us this long to find right. it yeah because it, it was someone random who did i don't even can't remember the name of the guy who did but um yeah for a couple months later um i don't want to spoil the surprise if you haven't seen it yet because it is kind of one of those whoa mind blow yeah kind of things um but yeah look up uh skyward sword theme reversed on youtube i'm sure you get like yep. you get a hit of something there um but wow that that was really cool. Wow, Nintendo! Can't <laughs> think of any new ideas. Let's just take our song and put it backwards. Yeah. Well, theme song. What's even weirder is now everybody is going back and watching all the other trailers. Like like Eric uh, from my show, he uh, he decided to go back and watch all the old trailers in reverse to see if he could find anything. I'm trying to tell him like I really doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> I think they were just looking for a neat dynamic there and. Thought people would catch on quicker, but the thing not is, like, a lot it, of people it is... are hyped for Skyward Sword, from what I've seen. Really, everybody seems very meh. Well, maybe me, maybe they're trying to like not get their hopes up in case uh, that Zelda gets felt up. What? <laughs> no, I... <laughs> Zelda's going to be ported over to the field. <laughs> no, the launch has already said that they've have like no in- interest in doing that kind of thing. I'm sure they don't, but I think it's probably people who are, you know, once bitten, twice shy about, you know, Twilight Princess. Well, the big thing about Twilight Princess was that it ran at pretty much the same graphics, or ran pretty much the same graphics that could be handled up with the GameCube and the Wii. Mm-hmm. The uh, the feel or whatever is supposedly, like, 1080p and all that stuff. Well, then so. again, you know, all these Nintendo games, at least the first-party ones, I, I, I may be wrong on this, but... I'm pretty sure they're all, you know, done and, you know, computed and all that in high quality. I don't know, up to 1080p or whatever. But the reason, you, I mean, you see emulators at least running these games in 720p, and then they crunch it down for the Wii. Yep. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's the texture set, because the geometry, you can crank that as high as you want, and you just, you get newer and newer hardware, and it'll actually render it looking better and better. But it's the texture sets that really take a hit system to system. Because they, what they do is they look at it, they say, 
you know, how much can we fit on the disc? Oh, well, this much. Well, how much do we need for it to even, for it even still looks good on this resolution? Oh, well, not that much. So we can just drop it down. Mm-hmm. And then you move it to a new system and you get that nasty, stretched, blotchy yeah. look. Like when you, mm-hmm. like, the, the best example is to take um, Ocarina of Time, emulate it, and emulate it on your, you know, your 1080p screen. Mm-hmm. You know, the geometry looks great. Everything renders with good pixels, but the textures, all the walls, the grass, the stone, it all looks like crap. <laughs> PS2 games, right. PS2 games on a 50-inch 720p TV. Yeah. Oh Not my pleasant. god. Not pleasant. <laughs> I just did that recently. I, I bought a new PS2, mm-hmm. and um, I had that exact same experience. Yeah, the other side effect is Link has a razor-sharp nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's high-res. You, know, you could totally kill things with his nose. You can pop just... Tingle's balloon and <laughs> send them fall into the earth. <laughs> and Impa, well... <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. The fairies. The great fairies. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, for the new, uh, the new Ocarina of Time for the 3DS, has anybody noticed if they've uh, like depointed the fairies? <laughs> depointed? <laughs> I have not seen yet because I'm not... Oh, no, they may have had a shot or two in some uh-huh. of the trailers. Um, oh, fairies. I just hope they like take out the creepy pan down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like that always skeeves me out when like I go through Ocarina of Time and it's like, what would these developers think? Like, oh yeah, this is high, you know, pan down least, with the music. At least give them tassels, you know. Yeah. Something, something oh, <laughs> this is the path that our show takes now. Excellent. We get you felt up and we talk about pointiness oh. of fairies. Nintendo feel indeed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what's out recently? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Section eight prejudice. I'd say. That's oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, you you played that, but we already talked about that. Like, as far as like, oh even double A titles, maybe. Well, like, if you kind of set aside new titles, just check out Steam. Steam's doing the EA Week. They're re-releasing everything for dirt cheap, so mm-hmm. go to Steam, people. Steam is the future. And yeah, if, uh, or, I should, uh, or I should get a Steam account. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, you should. You <laughs> nub. Nub if Sony takes. comes through, we should be getting one of five free titles Dude, they, for the PlayStation. They were giving no. up Portal for free for a month. I mean, come on. Where were you? I have Orange Box for Xbox. Uh, I that was when I got into Steam. They they hooked me. Valve is brilliant. I mean, it works on Mac now, so like you really just can't hide anymore. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Um, next. but next week we'll have uh Lego Pirates. Brink is coming out next week on the tenth. Uh, and there's Alan Noir comes out next week, doesn't it? The seventeenth. Uh, so yeah, that'll be out for uh, our next show. Oh man, I don't think I have like the budget to drop sixty bucks on a game, but L.A. Noir is so tempting. It's just so <sighs> unique. Yeah, it's like the first actual detective game that's not just like click bubbles with question marks in them. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Ace Attorney cough. <laughs> Ace Attorney cough. Still, uh-huh. right, right. Very unique. Mm-hmm. That that is going to be very exciting. Especially um, considering you're on the the right side of the law in a Rockstar game. Hmm. This this is very true, and you're not John Marston. I actually had to explain to my mother, who was with me in GameStop, mm-hmm. uh, when they were running a, uh, a an Ali Noir clip. 
that you're not running over people and that you're not you're not going to be breaking old ladies' kneecaps to steal their money. I, I'm I'm not even kidding. Like my mom to this day, even though with all the gaming stuff I do, she's like, I still hope you don't play Grand Theft Auto. Like I would be <laughs> I would be very disappointed if you if you play I think she even calls it just like if you play that Grand Theft play Grand Theft. Like not, not, not even auto, just like if you play Grand Theft, I'm very disappointed, and I'm like, I'm thinking dot, dot, dot. I have three on my shelf because I bought it for PS2 for five bucks. <laughs> I haven't played it. A, uh, haven't intervention played it, for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyhow, our big in this week. You know what? I've, I've oh, had a couple... The, the past couple episodes, like, I could understand if people are saying that, like, I've been dealing out the Sony hate, the Sony rage... Um, there was that Sony one week with Jack. Sony deserves it. Yeah, I was gonna say with good reason. That Jack Tretton quote was major. With the, the, major with the Game Boy. Oh, <laughs> the babysitting tool. God. No um, self-respecting twenty-year-old. No, not not at all. So like, I can understand if listen listeners of the show have been like, oh, he hates on Sony even though he's bought a PS2 twice and he. <laughs> Bought all these games for PS2 <laughs> that he still has yet to play. We just hate their actions. There's no direct hate. It's just that's, like I think that's when you it. Keep, when you keep doing crap over and over, yeah, you're gonna get hate. I reiterate that fact on my show constantly. I love their product. They we need to we just dish shut out plenty off. of Nintendo hate and plenty of well, only some Microsoft hate. Microsoft kind of hides. There was like some Sony employee, like she wasn't a high up or anything like that, but this you know guy was talking to her because. Uh, she was a friend of his. It was some blog, I can't even remember. But, you know, they're talking about, you know, Nintendo's next console. And she says, like, she says, we're not afraid of a little coffee stain. (laughs) (laughs) For Project Cafe, you could say, and I I would applaud Sony if they they ever take this route, you could say, you know, it's, it's good for our competition that they're, you know, trying to do what they do, but we do things our way, and we feel very confident and what we're doing like the reason that you know i think sony gets you know i mean sure nintendo gets its hate for like being kitty and you know out of touch with the hardcore gamer all that stuff blah 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 but the state the hate that sony gets their way is because they're more often than not arrogant assholes pretty much I think I, I think i still hold up the worst time was during e3 a couple times after the week came out they come out with Move yeah, right. and Natal, and they sit <laughs> there and it's, rag it's on Nintendo Natal. the whole time. Always Natal. Gonna be Natal, always. It, it's just funny how they went on and on about how this isn't some stupid little waggle game. This is actually superior. It's like, you idiot. You're the, the whole reason you're coming out with this technology is because we just wasted you. <laughs> like, that's the reason. You should say, hey, good job, but hey, we think we can do better. You know, be a good sport about it. Don't be all, oh, this isn't, this isn't a gay waggling game. This is actually mm. cool. Yeah. Have you it's noticed like, oh, that... Kevin Butler has pretty much dropped off the face of the planet since the Sony hack. Yep. He's made, like, two tweets. And <laughs> that, that's that like, Whereas he would normally go on Twitter and, like, just go on complete rants about how awesome Sony I, is. I've always maintained like the theory that Kevin Butler is a, is a robot, and that's why he hasn't <laughs> said much, is because he's part of PSN and he went offline. It, it's not he's even probably off trying to find Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> PSP. He's, gonna, he's starring in Role Models. That's where he is. Um, yeah, Kevin Butler hasn't even been tweeting. It's more like retweets of, you know, Sony execs on what the status is, hasn't it been? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to give 
than artist. I want to give you the floor. You do your own gaming podcast over at end of the week. Um, mm-hmm. You are the owner of a PlayStation 3. You have a PlayStation Network account. And I'm going to preface this with the fact that it made national news. I got another email from my mother, who is so great at knowing about grand theft. Um, you know, got an email saying that, you know, I, I just heard about, uh, you know, you know. let me just pull up this email. This this wording is, is too good <laughs> to know, even though, like, I'm sure she knows that we have a Wii, we have an Xbox. Let me get this right here. It says, side question, we can't remember whether you guys have a PSN. Did you two hear about the hacking incident with PlayStation and that the credit cards used through that system were not encrypted? If oh, either you or your brother have either given out debit card info via PlayStation, you need to let us know so that we can help you inquire about your credit record. I love you, Mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Are you sure that was your mother sending it to you? Because for all we know, that could be a deadly assault on your credit. Oh, no. It, it could be someone who hacked the PlayStation 3 that I don't have and sent me that email because the email address I had input it was in a text file and it wasn't encrypted, so they have my information. Oh, snap. Did it say anonymous in the right-hand corner? <laughs> in fact, no. It it's, uh, I actually got an email from Sony saying, like, listen, before we start this, we just want to preface this. Sony will never ask you for your credit information in an email. Ever. Unless you are purchasing a product, do not give your uh, credit information or any information to anyone calling themselves Sony. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody who listens to this should take that to heart because that is that is the key factor in this. It's wise it's advice. More, it's, uh, it's more about the um, the identity theft that, that took place than the actual money that was stolen. And uh, so if, I mean, your email could be anywhere. So just don't give your credit card information to anyone. So, uh, just wanted to get that out. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think it's hilarious that this happened right as Valve said they are starting a new relationship with Sony. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they they opened their arms to Sony, whereas they publicly bashed them before. <laughs> they're like, nope, we're gonna make this work. We're gonna make this work. We're gonna integrate PlayStation Network and Steam. It's gonna be great. PSN goes down, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that seems to be the big the big issue. It's like everybody wants to play Portal 2 on their PS3 because a lot of people, you know, opted out for buying it for the Xbox or PC because they'd get a free Steam code so that they could play either on their Steam or on their PS3 or give the Steam code to their buddy or whatever. So, a lot of people bought it. So there's a huge amount of flack for that. But uh that makes me wonder because that- uh I have a Blu-ray player that's Sony and in order to hook up to Netflix, it has to go through a Sony authentication server first. Mm. And I'm wondering if, uh, since PSN's down, if it if it's at all related. I want to like try it. <laughs> well, uh, the internet ex- uh, internet browser still works, and I believe Netflix still works. So I don't believe that's directly tied to the PlayStation. Yeah, I'd say because mine's not connected to PlayStation at all. But I just wonder how much their system's integrated because it really annoys me that like to use these third-party services like Steam and, and Netflix that Sony funnels you through them first. Like, mm-hmm. we have to authenticate you first, and then we can go to those outside services. Like, really? Come on. Yeah. Well, it, it's not just PlayStation Network anymore. It's Sony Online Entertainment was also attacked and taken down. 
So yeah, so I, I, that's why I'm wondering. I I haven't used Netflix in oh, a few well, like shoot. for a couple of weeks, so I don't I'll have to go check and see if it's working. <laughs> But uh, it it just seems like they're dangling that carrot in front of us. Like, oh, each week it's like this week for sure, <laughs> it's gonna be back up. And then on the, the the last day of the week, they're like, guess not. Sorry, guys. And uh, it's been like that for like what two weeks now, three weeks. Yeah, we're entering it, our third, fourth week. What what is it? Apparently, the actual hack happened. Um, you know, they say it's on the twentieth, uh, four twenty. Laugh it up. Um, and, and then customers were informed six days later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, I, w- I just want to say something here. Go for it. Go for it. Um, like I understand their desire to delay because it wouldn't look good if, like, you know, like every other week, like we're being attacked. And then we're going. To- oh, just false yes. alarm. We're good. Uh, oh, oh, sweetie, so being attacked. Oh, we're fixed. We got it. We got it. Don't worry. Like it would just look tacky if they were just reporting every single incident. Mm-hmm. So they probably didn't know. So it's understandable that they delayed. But yeah, then when it reached six days, then it's kind of like, okay, you're idiots. You should have said something that day like two or three, not day six. Yeah, right. But I, a lot I of people don't realize. Come out and say attack. So mm-hmm. go ahead. I was just going to say, a lot of people don't realize that, that most of the stuff that we've been hearing has gone through a firewall of lawyers that are like, you can't say anything. We're, we'll go bankrupt. You, you got you to gotta keep your mouth shut. And so everybody gives all this hate on Sony, where it's like they're like legally obligated to do things the way they're doing them. Or at well, least I assume, well, because that, that that's where the other side of it comes in. Like, while I agree that they shouldn't shout, "Oh no, everything's blowing up!" the first day it happens, I do I do think that customers appreciate honesty, and that on mm-hmm. day two, say, "Hey, we got attacked yesterday. We thought we'd have it resolved, but it's not yet. We'll keep it posted," rather than be like. Let's just keep it buried until we supposedly can fix it, and maybe no one will notice. And yeah, that. Like, uh, I hope lawyers aren't the reason, but that might be. No, it's. Uh, I I can't imagine why. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't want legal advisement for this. I mean, this is this is huge. This is the biggest what data breach, of all time, wasn't it? Probably. I mean, there have been you know. Times where Xbox has been, or Xbox Live has been down, probably for a couple weeks. I don't know if that was maybe the result of it being hacking, being hacked, but I don't think that it was, you know, identity theft and personal information, and that's what's making this a big deal. That's why it's made national news. It's been, yeah, like the the FBI's in on it, and everybody, the Department of National Security or whatever. I mean, it was to the point where, like, it was on a ticker at the bottom during the whole Bin Laden news. Like, there's a ticker <laughs> on the bottom where, like, it was information about, you know, PlayStation Network and all that. It's almost as important as a uh, birth certificate. Uh-huh. Why won't they just show the pictures? Why, w- why won't Sony just show the hacks? Why won't they just show the pictures? Because otherwise we can't believe that it was a hack. We just have to go on Anonymous's word. And can we trust the anonymous? Sony Sony found in the the uh, the Sony Online Entertainment hack uh, a file that says we are anonymous, and then their 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 whole slogan or whatever it said we are legion. We are we are legion. Yeah, I I can't believe that's true. I don't I, know I because you know anonymous did say you know publicly that like they are not behind this, but there can always be people that say they're working. You know, for anonymous, that they are anonymous, right? It's, it's that's, a strange double standard to have. 
That's why it doesn't make sense. Like, I, I believe that somebody posing as anonymous did it, mm-hmm. or something I'm claiming but that why, they are. Yeah, why? Why publicly say they're not, and then leave behind a calling card? Mm-hmm. Just doesn't make very much sense. But uh, I, I, I think that uh, Sony planted that to be honest, just to divert attention away from everybody hating Sony. It's like, oh, we're also victims, guys, which they are. They definitely are, and a lot of people don't give them enough credit for that. They are, they are taking a big hit from this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just people being angry at them. Their stocks are plummeting. Oh, yeah. Do you think that there is a lawsuit on the way? <laughs> from who? From everyone? Yeah, from a class um, action. I mean, technically... It depends I, on how could... they respond in terms of money. Like, in terms of, like, we were refunding this month and next month, and when it comes back up, we'll give you three months for free. Exactly. Like, if they really smooth that out, I think they can avoid a lawsuit. Right. Well, but if uh, they don't... Because th- this has happened before, not not quite to this scale, but where... Some service provides something and it goes down for some X amount of time, and then they, when they come back, they offer really crap compensation, mm-hmm. and that results in lawsuits. That has happened before with other types of services. So Lots yeah, it all depends on how they play their cards. They're uh, they're providing one month as of right now because there, uh, it, there's also been reports that Sony is withdrawing this uh, one month of uh, PlayStation Plus for free for everyone. Mm-hmm. A um, it people should be pay for, months, in my opinion. Pe- people who pay, yeah. People who pay for uh, PlayStation Plus will be reimbursed for the, the amount of time that uh, that happens, as well as the free month. And uh, one of five PlayStation 3 games will be downloadable, downloadable, and one of four PSP games will be downloadable for free. And that isn't that, bad. I'll give them credit. Like If they do follow through with that, that isn't bad. But they just recently said they might be retracting that, that they don't believe they actually owe anyone anything. Oh, well so. done. That is that is the arrogance. Let me see if I can actually that find that. Love. Um, oh, why am I not surprised at all if that happens? We don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, yeah. That would Sony be. scrubs personal data published by hackers. I don't know. This whole situation is so strange and so bizarre and people say one thing and then people like to throw out other things. So we're we're at a point right now where we're on, you know, Sunday the 8th and everything is not resolved. I'm sure that for next time on the show in a couple weeks, <laughs> fingers crossed that the whole situation gets resolved. We'll know what's behind this. We'll know what Sony's actions are doing. But right now it's just we're still in the shock of it all. Mm-hmm. And it's you know there are it's it's almost like in a way it's almost like still like the We Two news, a lot of rumors. We know some details, you know the fact that you know Nintendo is going to be coming out with it at E three. There's going to be playable. We're going to be able to feel it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You guys oh, think they're going to release a uh, PlayStation Network forever? <laughs> PlayStation Network forever. That is go, one step E3. above. Plus. We're gonna we're gonna have some feel. And yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Tactile coverage. <laughs> oh man. It's just we've ruined it ten times over that if, if they announce it like the Nintendo feel, I'm just gonna cry on the spot. Like Nintendo, I'm we sorry. Were, I'm, bu- I'm buying a PS3 today. We were going to name it the and Nintendo not for $40. Feel. 
We're going to name it the Nintendo Field, but popular gaming podcast, Show Me Your News, ruined it for us. So <laughs> yeah. now now we're stuck. We're just going to call it the Nintendo Awesome. Sorry, guys. We're gonna call it the Weenie. Okay. The, the Nintendo <laughs> Caress. <laughs> Stroke. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, are, we are so mature. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? You gonna put the explicit tag on this week's podcast? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's almost tempting. Uh, but you had the, you had the CEO coming out. Sony CEO, not like Kaz, not, not Kaz Hirai, PlayStation CEO. It's big boss, white guy, Howard oh, Stringer. Okay. Sony CEO. Yeah, he's the one who you know first mentions you know what the the welcome back package. Welcome back. Didn't you miss us? Well, we don't owe you anything. <laughs> it's been a long and fruitful journey, but we're back, waiting for you with open arms. And with those arms, our little poison bits that we're going to give you. <laughs> I, I almost heard of like a story that you know hackers were planning to hit this weekend, like the seventh and eighth, like another mm-hmm. hit. But like I haven't heard anything about that. It's that's why it's the big in this week. It's so undetermined yet it's been you know captivating in a strange schadenfreude way <laughs> that's another reason why i don't actually believe anonymous is behind this their whole big thing is they don't want to hurt the gamers they just want to hurt big corrupt corporations or whatever yeah so i mean the, the person this is hurting the most is sony obviously but it's also hurting the the, the consumer the, the gamer mm-hmm. oh yeah we're all still waiting for our playstation network and our credit cards might be in jeopardy. Has, like you've Answer. heard back and forth that like it's you know some of the information hasn't been stolen. It has been stolen. Oh, it's just the numbers. It's not the identification codes in the back. It's Egg, eggs are good for you. Then eggs are bad for you. And then eggs are good. Eggs are bad. <laughs> and then feel. <laughs> <laughs> then instead of feel comes out to to wipe it all under the carpet. Hmm. Um, so that's about that. Well, hopefully, you know, next time we'll have some actually concrete details regarding that. Like, but I will laugh my head off if next episode we're still talking about the network being down. <laughs> I mean, two week gap. That's like, oh man. On top of like the two weeks it's already been. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not like, like it's not Sony hate. It's looking at this rationally, but like, why are you so arrogant, Sony? That's all it is. <laughs> Five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars. Please treat your customers better. That says it all. (laughs) Any last words as a PlayStation 3 owner regarding the topic? Sony, uh, I I realize you guys are going through a lot right now, but uh, just a little tip. Don't get hacked. (laughs) There you go. That's all you got to do to be successful in this world. Don't get hacked. It's just funny that they take so much pride in their their anti-piracy security of the console, but then their network gets just obliterated. <laughs> just tattoo it right on your forehead so that every single time you go to look in the mirror, you're oh, yeah, don't get hacked. Okay. It is so strange that it's like back-to-back. It's like, it's the GeoHot, and now it's this. Yep. Yeah, that was... I mean, GeoHot has been you know, publicly defaced and all that other crap, yeah. but... And he was yeah. rapping and all that and stuff. <laughs> he was rapping, so he pretty much buried himself, but... <sighs> I don't know. I, a lot of people are uh, pointing the blame on GeoHots again. Mm. I'm like, really? That no, guy? No. Yeah, he can't so. afford all the all the stuff that could be coming his way as a result of that. He, with, he's For, complaining about all the lawyer fees and all that. 
Mm-hmm. No. For all for those of you who don't know, Geohots is the guy who uh, made it public that you can uh, you can break the PS3 and like download stuff for free off the PSN. Can kick and, the front uh, door wide open. Exactly. So Sony took that, him to court, and after a whole bunch of nonsense, they uh, they got him to agree not to do that any longer. Reluctantly. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's time for this week's mail time questions. Ooh. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The first question comes from Charmy. What is the best deal you have ever gotten on a video game? Hmm. Free. Free is good. The best is free. Gifted is good, but free is better. I don't have one, but uh, fellow co-host on EOTW, Cameron, he has one. Uh, He recently got a refund on all of the Back to the Future games because there was a price drop or something. I can't really remember, but he got got a a certificate that where... uh, Telltale gave him all the chapters for free. Dang. Huh. So he got all four chapters for free. Plus, it's like, where can I get that? I know. What <laughs> is this? Me, look at me over here paying Every for games. Cool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm trying to remember. See, like, I tell myself every week I'm going to I put these questions down 24 hours before to try to send out the uh, outline. And I'm like, I'm going to look over these questions. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to have an answer ready to go. And then the time of the show comes and it's like, uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I feel the feeling. Well, that's um, I think one of the better deals is all the PS2 games I got when I first got my system. I'm trying to remember which ones I got. But it was like for 50 bucks, I got uh, it was like God of War, GTA 3, the first Kingdom Hearts. Uh, gosh, there's like one or two more. Uh, Final Fantasy X was in there, and I think there was one more, but it was like, you know, several standard classics must own for PS2 that, you know, for, for 50 bucks, and then now I think that, you know, gas is about, when I pay gas and it's like just over $50, it's like, I am buying a Wii game with tax, <laughs> but I'm, I'm filling up my car, so it, it, it's kind of sad to compare it to that. But yeah, I mean, free is always good. Um, you know, buy one get one free kind of stuff. Those are really good. But as far as you know, if I'm actually like paying for it, uh, I got you know about five games or so for fifty bucks when I first got a PS2, and that was year and a half ago or so. Mm. I'm a fan. See, Sony, I buy your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't actually. Say. Now that I now that I think of it, I actually got a copy of Mad World. For four ninety nine, like two months after it came out, not bad. But then it's so, kind of sad regarding how poorly that sold. It was sitting in a five and below, and I was I like, know. "Yoink!" Oh, random tangent. Did we talk about Ocarina of Time and its um, supposed rumored decreased supply? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned it, but I know what you're talking about. I don't think we did. I think we forgot that. Oh, yeah, because Nintendo doesn't want it to end up a bargain bin game. 
See, I've yeah, never I, seen I spirit that. tracks in the store in my life, so I don't know what they're talking about bargain bin stuff. Maybe it was just certain regions. Maybe just a lot of the bigger regions just had a don't. I think it's the 3DS. Because, I mean, like, they There's made a music. ton of 3DSs. And they're, uh, th- they were down, like, 70% profitability uh, a little while ago. Last time I checked. I mean, it's still a strong start to that for them, but it's not as strong as they were anticipating. Right. So, uh, but there's a lot of 3DSs in stores. I mean, it's no DS or like Wii mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I can't get my, my son a 3DS or whatever for yeah. Christmas because or for his birthday because there aren't any. But then again, to be honest, DS started slowly too. So, yeah, there is, there is, you know, it, it is a too early to tell kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, if it is possible that, you know, they would limit, you know, just the uh, Ocarina of Time games if they're doing the bundle that, you know... We're gonna have you know a pre E three show in a couple weeks. Yeah, in a couple weeks, our pre E three show is gonna be like seriously the Sunday of that week. So <laughs> that, that'll be a fun one. But yeah, we'll talk about all the chances and all that. Um, <laughs> and then of Are course, you guys that's where you say to E uh, three this year. Oh yeah, let's let's throw that out there. Um, we were considering it for a while. Um, you know, Buzz got a new job recently. He's got a whole issue with uh, days off. We're trying to do a meetup for a whole bunch of sminjas at, a, at an anime con called uh, Yomacon in Detroit, uh, early November. So we're trying to do a whole big meetup there. Um, but, you know, for Buzz, uh, E3 wasn't an option this year. We're hoping for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, what my brother and I did, we tried to apply on, like, the last day or whatever. Because we didn't even know if, like, it was uh, fiscally, you know, possible for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we applied two weeks ago. It was like the last day. It was you know April twenty fifth, whatever. My brother probably about a week ago got his D confirmation saying that you know has been denied. I'm not a surprise. Like we honestly threw it like last night, like to put up some written sample, and it's like, oh yeah, he's the assistant editor of the show, and he's, he's my brother. Nah, nah. So it's not a surprise there, but it's been two weeks now. They say like they to get they like to get you know the confirmation out within two weeks. I have not heard back yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go. Um, also because, you know, I put it out there on Twitter and all that. And people are like, oh, you know, we'll we'll help, you know, whatever financial issues may have. Because we want you to go and represent and all that. Which is very gracious. And we may need to do that soon for, you know, website costs mm-hmm. and all that stuff for donations. And we'd really appreciate that. But that's later down the line. Um but when we checked like hotels and all that, we were thinking about it. The nearest hotel was six miles away. Um, it was just not feasible, and, and like at one hundred ninety-five dollars a night, right? <laughs> like that's, that, is, that is a lot. If I were to go, I think it would be for one night, just one. Yeah, just, go for Nintendo and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I will not be going this year. I am very interested to see what the status is on my application because I think it'll be a sign of what we can do for next year and how mm-hmm. we can improve. Like if I somehow get approved for this year, I literally threw it together last minute and I think it would help our chances for next year to actually go as, as media. So I'll let you guys know through the Twitters and the Facebooks and all that, uh, what the status of that is when I hear it, but it's been two weeks now and I haven't heard anything. Yay. And I don't want to, Oh, that's, I don't know how I can beat last year's. Like, last year's was so special, and there is a chance this year, if, especially if we can feed. Well, this year, we, people will get to sample uh, 
Nintendo Feel. Nintendo and Feel. Next year will be like, since that'll be the year that it will be actually coming out, there'll be more software and more to experience. So I either think this year or the next year are both good years to be going. <laughs> this, no, that's, that's true. I, I just kind of chuckled at like software and hardware <laughs> and feeling. <laughs> Nintendo. There's feed. no escaping it, is there? There's just no Terrible. escaping it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you guys have potential for next year too, right? Yeah, we're uh, from the the research that Eric's been doing. We we might have even had been able to go on this year if we had yeah. applied in time. Oh yeah. But uh, so we're gonna we're definitely going to be doubling our workload and mm-hmm. trying to. Really spiff things up for EOTW so that we can go next year, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll be able to meet up with SMYN and be badass. It'd be awesome. I think yeah, if we apply early enough, there's enough of a chance if we don't decide it because they open it up in about January. So right, there is the potential there. Anyway, E3 is for oh my goodness, it's so close. I cannot wait. I I tell my friends at work like I seriously cannot wait. I want to take the two days off, the Monday and Tuesday. Off of work just to be like completely oh, absorbed. I'll, I'll be streaming at work. I'm I'll actually hide it somehow, but <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> waiting to apply for a position for a job that I really need because I don't want to take a chance on having a work day during E3. Yeah, yeah, it, it would just it would I'd bite. <laughs> um, next mail time question. After that tangent, lovely, lovely oh, tangent. I I honestly forgot we were. So <laughs> um. Did we answer this? You know, Buzz just said free. The best deal oh, is free. Well, I don't have any really super specific examples, but I'll just say, and for the first question, it happens all the time on Steam, especially yeah. on Christmas. I'm like, oh, that game, two bucks, I want it. Oh, that game, a dollar. Oh, sure, why not? And, you know, and just, I just sweep up games, a lot of which I haven't even installed yet. Just, just, stay, just saying Steam is a good answer. Yeah, Steam yeah, is Portal for free. Deal. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. Portal was free for a month. That was awesome. Uh, next question from Otako. Has a single <laughs> level, gameplay mechanic, a boss, etc., completely ruined a game, or at least come close for you? Cough, Twilight Princess's Wolf, cough, cough. <laughs> um, can I please go first? Absolutely. Yes. The Werehog. The Werehog. I think, I think that's pretty obvious. I'm a huge Sonic gamer. And I, I remember just the, the absolute giddiness that I felt when I saw the Sonic Unleashed trailer. I was like, yes! This looks awesome! This looks... Why is he turning into a giant furry crazy <laughs> monster? Why? So, Are you excited for Generations? I am so excited for Generations. You can't be excited, like, yeah. This, this, this looks absolutely fantastic. And uh, uh, I, I talked about it on our, our show this week. Uh, they, they, like they we're doing speculations like like the chances of levels being in and I put forth my list of uh, stages I'd like to see in Sonic Generation so I'm, yeah I'm really excited uh, City Escape better be on that list I have, I've done some research on that uh, they commissioned I can't remember his name right now the guy James who sung uh, the guy who sung City Escape no oh, uh, Crush 40 no, yeah, uh, but whatever they they commissioned that guy to uh, to write a new city escape, which everyone assumed was going to be going in the twentieth anniversary uh, Sonic Adventure two soundtrack like reboot thing, mm. and uh, it wasn't featured in it or anywhere. So uh, more than likely, it's going into Sonic Generations. 
So nice. City Escape a- in 2D. I can only imagine. And love it. Um but anyway, yeah, Werehog is a good answer. <laughs> Werehog, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um I would say if I don't kill them, the fire eventually will. That, that wouldn't be it, actually. That was a great answer, actually. <laughs> um, my answer would be only double battles in uh, oh, Pokemon Coliseum. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is a, a terrible thing that they did in Pokemon Coliseum. And, oh, yeah. Like, against trainers, like, only double battles and the whole shadow Pokemon element. I I hear like rumors that XD Gale of Darkness, XD Gale of Darkness, yeah. yeah, might be ported to 3DS. Terrible idea. No, terrible great idea. idea. I terrible love idea. that game. No, that that's. And ima- can you imagine it with uh, with online multiplayer, being able to to connect with like Pokemon Black and White? If they do that, I think it's perfect. If they do that. I uh, I'm really excited excited for that. I love Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Those, Dark no. Pokemon, really stupid, I will admit, but it's a fun. It's kind of like uh, I I liken it to Halo ODST, or it's like it's the same game, but they added like a slightly new mechanic just to freshen it up. Or I, I don't love it as much as the rest of the series, but it's still okay to play every once in a while to get a fresh perspective on the series. I bought a and that I was Game Shark back in the day, or maybe Action Replay. It was like on that teetering point for a GameCube. For Pokemon Coliseum, just so I could beat it, I went through the whole game, and you know, I, I barely beat uh, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> Do Nas- you actually expect to remember a name? In Pokemon Nascor. I beat Nascor barely, and it was like it was so close. And then the the twist ending is that like. It's okay. It's years past. I'm gonna just say it. And plus, if you haven't played it, don't just don't play Pokemon Coliseum. Um, the twist is that like the mayor of Phoenix City or whatever. Um, what's his name? It's not U- Usain. Um, no, I know who you mean. It's he's, he's the fat, the fat, jolly old mayor. Yeah, he's a he's a crazy clown, evil man who wants to take over the world with laser beams and Pokemon. Right. So like he, it's the, the twist is like, oh, he's the main bad guy, and his team is ten levels higher. And he has, you know, some... He's got, like, assailments that will just rape your crap. Yeah. And I, I, I gave up then and just, like, no. There, but there's, Pokemon there's, XD there's, was so much better. There's no way to grind in Coliseum with, like, all the double battles. And there's, like, there's no wilds. You could, yeah. like, probably face the same trainers over and over again. But, like, there isn't, you know, certain trainers that... I don't know. It's... You can it, import. Uh, and Pokemon XD fixed that problem though. They had a lot of random battles, and uh, they had uh, the the training tower where you had to do like the the, the 100 steps. Mm-hmm. You can train there, and they had the wild battles. Well, limited. You had to have like Poke yeah. food. I think it was a, a vast improvement. And while it's definitely no you know Pokemon, whatever color, yeah, it's uh, it's okay. I think it's way better than the first one, especially if they were going to port one. It's like the, it's like. Deciding to port either Pikmin one or Pikmin two. Yeah, Pikmin two. I don't know. Coliseum just annoys me. Anyway, what's your one mechanic or boss or anything like that? Was tripping ruined brawl. Oh, (laughs) tripping totally ruined brawl. Oh my goodness, you have no idea how heartbroken I was. Like, is this random? Is this predictable? Is this a technique? Is it you know? No. 
<laughs> do you guys remember back when it was called ink dropping? Yeah, I remember ink dropping totally. You're like, oh yeah, it's like so pro, and I was like, no, nah, it's just tripping. <laughs> I remember listening to every episode of SMY, and it's like every single time I was like, so back to tripping, huh? Yeah, let's talk about tripping. That sucks. <laughs> tripping ruined Brawl. Uh, limited ammo types ruined Metroid Prime 2. Mm. Mm. Yes, it, it totally did. It t- you're right, you're right. Yeah, the only o- the only unlimited weapon you had was your power beam. Everything else was limited supply. And then like the certain enemies that like you needed to beat with light and dark. Yeah, it's just stupid. What well, was that the one? I think that's the one that had the dark visor. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Exo Ryko says blue shells. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think that well. It's annoying, but I don't think it ruins yeah, it. Yeah, it makes it more frustrating, that's for sure. I don't know if it ruins it. Blue shells is though, it's either your best friend or your worst enemy. Yeah. And even though it's like 75, 25, blue shells can be handy. And what? I've had situations yeah. where I'm like, oh, thank you, blue shell. Freaking yeah. Um, but then a kind of a more niche example uh, lack of multiplayer ruined Torchlight. Torchlight was the, uh, it's an indie Diablo clone. It was actually made by the guys who made Diablo. They left Blizzard and like made Torchlight because they're the Diablo guys and they like those kind of games. And it's a great, great game, but it has no multiplayer. That oh. broke my heart. <laughs> I was like, no. So, yeah, lots of games get ruined. But mainly, if I had to pick one, definitely Tripping and Brawl. Yeah, Tripping and Brawl would be a good one. Tony TH says in the chat, I remember when Yoko and Panda were talking about Tripping. Can you imagine if it just happened randomly? That'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can I say uh, Fable 2, being able to uh, emote to everyone at once? Hmm. Oh, like you're trying, you're trying to uh, to chat to somebody, and it's like the, it gets conveyed to like fifty people, and so they all like follow you into your house and never leave you alone. And oh god, you just get swarmed. It's horrible. Yeah, Fable Two is uh, my favorite Fable though. Yeah, I would I would agree that it's probably the best one, even though I haven't tried it, like just from what you hear. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So while we're on a Bin Laden. Related news. Merka! F yeah! Um, MopTop11 asks, You're in a battlefield shooting away like a madman at terrorists. What is the badass song playing in the background? Ain't no rest for the wicked. Hell oh my god, you stole yes. mine! <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it first. That's my song. That is his song. <laughs> hmm. This is another question that like I was gonna... I really was going to think about it, and I just didn't. Um, do you have a backup instead of Ain't No Rest? Uh, that's a, um, I guess if I was going to be, like, insane shooting, just, like, like, like mouth open, screaming, kind of, like, you know, just going nuts, uh, probably the, the uh, Nero's theme from, or Nero's battle theme from Devil May Cry 4. I don't know why, but I like that song. It's re- it's it's. I hate that genre. I just like that song. I have not heard that one. It's it's your standard Devil May Cry, you know, screaming. Oh yeah. But it's perfect for killing stuff. It's great. Mm. Either that or any song from uh, from Mad World. Yeah, Mad World. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's just perfect killing music. Tony TH Metal Gear Solid 2 theme. That is up there. 
It really is because it is just that good. Um, I think the first one that came out in my mind was The Battle for Everyone's Souls from Persona 3 as uh, the final boss music. It's it's great. Maybe you can tell me, what's the draw for Persona? What's the draw for Persona? Um, I'll tell you straight up that after I graduated college, the main draw was that I could be at school again. <laughs> it sounds so pathetic, but I missed school, and there are parts of high school that, like, socially, like, I'd want to do that over again. So the idea is, like, it's pretty much your standard... Uh, JRPG, where you have different types of elements of attacks, or you know, just straight up attacks, and you're leveling up, and you're doing items, and all that stuff, equipping, all that stuff, and then you have all that blended with um, role-playing of a Japanese high school student, and you have to form social links that, you know, strengthen your abilities, because mm-hmm. the idea of Persona is that you don't have, like, a standard weapon or whatever, you have all these different kinds of personas that have their own strengths, they have their own attacks. And right. while your different party members have their own persona, you're kind of a wild card, so you can fuse personas, you can you know store multiple at a time and change in the middle of battles during turns so that you can, you're best equipped for the situation. So like there is that element of the JRPG, but all these social links that you make in high school and outside of school and all that, um, you're making, you know, choices, morality choices, and all that. Um, all these links help improve uh, the fusion and uh, all that for the, the personas. Oh, that sounds is, cool. So, I mean, what really drew me in was you know the fact that I had graduated school. And it's like, let's go back to school. Ugh, I could never go back to high school. But, Ugh, like, it's Japanese, and yeah, the girls no, are cute. Yeah, likes being... <laughs> Everybody likes being a Japanese high schooler. And the, the soundtracks for both games are, are fantastic, especially if you're a big junkie on video game music. It is it is up there with, you know, one of the best. Yeah. The only, uh, only perception I have for that game is uh, the Hey Ash, what you playing? Where she blows her brains out because oh. she was she was imitating yeah. Uh, Persona. Yeah. Uh, that, that's only the third one, though, to be honest. <laughs> to be fair, the one where, like, the... The triggers of the head, that's how they unleash mm-hmm. Yeah, It's just the which... They don't actually shoot themselves. <laughs> yeah. And then, um... But yeah, the, the final boss music from 3 is crazy awesome electric guitar and epicness. So I would be blowing them terrorists up. Word. <laughs> but ain't, no re- ain't, for, ain't no rest for the wicked. Uh, I I would go that that's also there as well. You could just say that's like a standard answer for everyone. <laughs> or if you want just like the complete polar opposite, like just put like ring around the rosy. Oh, still, still alive. What's going on while you're killing things? Do, 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 do. Yeah. I, I was almost imagining still alive there, <laughs> like the complete opposite. What? <laughs> and you'll be uh, dead while I'm still alive. I'll do popcorn. <laughs> I'm doing science. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, anything else we need to cover on Show Me Your News this week? Oh, nope. goodness, you don't I'm, I'm, forget I'm all, all field out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I've like we've covered thing. everything. I feel I feel so the same. And I feel like this is a good episode because I feel 
<laughs> that we don't have any technical problems, and I feel that the Nardist makes a great guest, and I feel like I should be thanking you a great deal for your insight this week. I so I'm going to say, I feel honored that you would say something like that. Oh, well, yeah. I feel touched that you are honored and <laughs> that you feel that way. The, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> oh my! And now that we've got this. that out of the way, yes. And with that, I am Yoko. I'm the Buzzsaw, and uh, I'm the Nardist. He is from End of the Week. Yes, and we are out. I feel like this is over. Goodbye. I feel, I, I feel the episode title coming on. I, I feel. Like oh my god! <laughs> That's what people in the chat are saying. I'm going to guess Procaster isn't working for Sugar. No. No? Okay. Shocker. Pamela is working, which is... Yay! Rare. Oh, there it goes. Oh, she's working all right. Hey, we're trying to keep the show family friendly, okay? Keep it PG. Keep it PG. Okay. Speaking of... Family friendly and not family friendly. Have you seen the new Homestar Runner car- uh, cartoons? Oh no, because that There's was a... so like 2003, and then how long there, is there it was... that like they didn't update for? Probably like a year or two. But like, there's a there's one, like one new December Ween one where they like they just they come so close to making like sexual jokes. Oh jeez. It's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. That's interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll have to check it out because like Homestar Runner like was my thing back in the day and yeah, it's just one it's just one uh, restart the game, one cartoon and it's it's totally weird to listen to because everybody sounds different and they've all got new mics. Do they really? Mics. Wow. And uh, it, it's not like terrible or ruined. Said I enjoyed it. But I, I was I was listening to it. I was like, "Wow, really? Is this the brothers' chaps? Is really the jokes they're going to go with now? I guess they're going for a new audience." Yes, because as time goes by on the internet, the internet internet degrades into uh, Sorry, the, the more and more like crude humor, humor. Open, poop okay. and poop jokes. <laughs> more than just poop jokes. Have any control. Um.